0: advancing in In adversity. adversity. Amen. That is how to keep moving forward, increasing, making progress in adversity, in the midst of precarious times, unsettling times, situations that seem to be unfavorable. How can I, as a believer, keep advancing? Amen. So throughout this teaching, we have discovered some things. And you know, on last week, we talked about a good way to make sure that you continue to advance in adversity. Number one, you have to make sure that you stop seeing yourselves as God's enemy. Stop seeing yourselves as God's enemy. And I declare that, or I said that our philosophy about God will determine our response to Him. So if my view of God is obscured, then everything beyond that will be flawed or obscured. So if I think God is this mean, angry God, this egregious God, if you will, monstrous God looking to hurt me every time I do wrong, even as a righteous believer. Understand this. If, if I believe that, even though I'm righteous based upon what Jesus did, I can't walk in that fully because I think God is angry with me. Are you with me? And we talked about how this pandemic is not God's way. And I would admonish you believers, let's stop uh, tearing down one another, saying this is God's way of rebuking you and spanking you and chastening you. God loves you with an everlasting love, beloved. And we said that we can only have the right perception of God by looking at Jesus. He is the visible image of the invisible God. We said, number two, don't revert back to being in bondage. That was a great point. Don't revert back to being in bondage. And whenever you try, and and we said this, and this is a key statement, I need you to listen to this. Whenever you try to justify yourself under the works of the law, you inflict upon yourselves the curses that came as a result of not keeping the law. So that's one of the dangers of going back to that bondage which Christ has set you free. Remember that Christ has redeemed us from the curse that came as a result of not keeping the law. Again, the covenant... That the Lord made with the nation of Israel at that time was under the ministry of Moses. And it was a covenant based upon that if you would obey, this would happen. If you disobey, this would happen. And all these curses would come upon you. But thank God for the blood of Jesus that when Jesus came, He took those requirements, nailed them to the cross, those things that was against us, and wiped them away. Are you here? So And understand this, man, you have to understand this. And this is not saying, are we advocating living, uh, continuing to live uh, in ways that are incongruent with the word of God or living in sin? Absolutely not, beloved. But what I am declaring is that your righteousness, again, is not based upon what you do. Live good, live upright, but it's not based upon your works. It's based upon what Jesus did. So understand that one's righteousness is not based upon, or, or God doesn't look at you based upon your malfeasance or your misconduct. He doesn't say, well, because she did this, she is no longer holy. No. He sees you. Will you say this? God sees me God sees. as holy, blameless, and without guilt. We've seen that in the First Colossians. Uh, I think First Colossians 23, 22, 23. Go back. It's on the video. It's, it's so you can go back and get that, but now I, w- I want to read this verse, and I wanted to insert it last week, but I didn't get to it. Notice we said that God sees you as holy, blameless, and without guilt. Romans eight thirty three. Listen to this. Romans eight thirty three, and listen, man, with it's it's so much trepidation going on, fear that that the believer needs an encouraging word. And, I, and I'm declaring to you that we're, we're going to rise above this, beloved. This is a great time for the believer. This is not a time that you should get in fear, that you should waver in your faith. No, this is a time where you should stand boldly on the word of God, knowing that God has you covered. And listen, and I'm going to show you, we're not fighting for victory. We are fighting from a place of victory. So the victory is already ours. Not fighting for victory. The victory has already been won. We are fighting from a place of victory. Of his victory that is. Talking about the Lord Jesus. Romans 8 33 Listen to this. Who can accuse the people of God? Listen, listen, who can accuse the people God has chosen? No one. God is the one who makes them right. <laughs> who can accuse? Oh, man, ERV version. The people God has chosen. No one. God is the one who makes them right. Notice again, and, and as I and I don't want to get spend too much time on that, but we um, automatically go in, and Christians even out of uh, erroneous teachings that go back to Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people were call by by my, by my name, and we 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 explained that on last week, even though uh, you got to understand this, even though that wasn't. To us, it was for us in the sense of, yeah, you should be humble. Yeah, you should pray. Yeah, you should walk upright. Yeah, you should do things that are pleasing to the Lord in the sense of walking according to his word. But that wasn't for us. That was to a nation, a specific nation of people. A specific people. Again, It was talking to a people under the covenant of Moses. Are you guys here? And this covenant that we're under under uh, with Jesus is to everybody. Watch this. All who have faith in the living God. Are you with me? So so let's stop saying that God, if you get right. Well, how do we know when everybody gets right in the sense that we think we should be right? Believers, we mature at various levels. Again, if we're waiting on people to get perfect, things won't ever be right. Who can accuse the people of God? No one. God is the one who makes them right. Verse 34. Who can say that God's people are guilty? No one. Christ Jesus died for us, but that is not all. Remember, those things that were held against us were nailed to the cross. Jesus died for us, but that's not all. (laughs) He was also raised from death. And now, he is at God's right hand, speaking to him for us. Does anyone know what Jesus is declaring to the Father? This... (laughs) God, oh boy, this, this thing is line upon line, precept upon precept. I told you, God sees you as holy, blameless, and not guilty. I submit to you that Jesus is saying to the Father how righteous, how holy, and blameless you are. Jude one do Don't take my word for it. Let's look at the word of God. And I'm saying that with the boldness and authority of God's word, beloved. And, and, and you know, we got to stop being so enamored by religion or bewitched by religion. Please, the Amplified Version, let's let's get the Amplified Version. Watch this. Now, to him who is able to keep you from stumbling or falling into sin and to present you unblemished, blameless, and faultless in the presence of of his whole, of his glory, with triumphant joy, and I speak like I submit to you that Jesus is declaring to the Father that He is blameless, He is faultless, <laughs> and without blemish. That your dear son Carter, He is blameless. I see Him what faultless. Are you here? That's why we said when you stand before the Lord, don't you go, you go boldly to the throne. Father, you know the things that I'm working on, but I stand before you today as your righteous son, Rex, that you see as holy, blameless, and without guilt. (laughs) Hallelujah. So we've been talking about advancing in adversity. So what are we talking about? Advancing in adversity. So today I wish to use the word advance as an acronym. So we're going to use the word advance as an acronym. So perhaps it could serve as an impetus or catalyst for staying strong or remaining strong in the midst of this crazy (laughs) pandemic. And and, and one thing this pandemic has been, it's been a barometer exposing the hearts of men. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. Now, one thing, again, that this COVID-19 has done, it has been a barometer exposing the hearts of men. I think it was Proverbs 24, 10, Amplified. And see, that's the thing. That's why we have to make sure that we are in this word every day. day. Thy word have I hid in my heart. Listen, if it's not in you, it cannot come out of you. And I'm going to tell you, whatever's in you, it's going to be automatic what comes out of you. So, there has to be a constant hearing of the word. The, the, the message, let's look at the message. Watch this. If you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. And what this COVID 19 has done, whether whether it's man made whether however it got here what it had, one of the things it has done it has exposed the hearts of men but you must understand beloved however it was born no evil shall befall you nor shall any plague come nigh your dwelling are you here? Proverbs 12 25 NET. So, let, let, we're going to use this word advanced as an acronym, but let me give you a couple of verses. Again, there's a lot of trepidation among men. Their hearts, they're fearful. They're, they're, and that should not, and let me tell you something anything that's going on, if we look at the word and study the word of God, you won't be called off guard. Of God. You won't be surprised. Not for the believer. anxiety in a person's heart weighs him down. And there are a lot of people weighed down this morning because of anxiety. But an encouraging word brings him joy. So what am I doing today? I want to give you an encouraging word. How to keep going in the midst and beyond COVID-19. Isaiah 41 Ten, Isaiah forty-one, ten, message. Don't panic. I am with you. That's enough to stop and go home right there. Don't panic. I am with you. <laughs> There's no need to fear, for I'm your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady. Keep a firm grip on you. Don't panic, beloved. <laughs> and if you are in a state of panic, that's a good indication that perhaps your trust is not in the living God. And another reason why it's not good to panic, because panic produces hysteria, you become irrational in your behavior confused and, and, and see let me tell you something Then, it, it, without even knowing it you start decreeing things that are not in agreement with the word and since you had faith for that thing that thing happens although you are a believer and just because you are a believer doesn't mean that you agree with the word of God I hear believers all the time of people confessing to be believers disagree with the word by saying things that God does not, did not say. So just because you are, are a notice without faith or being in agreement with God without faith it is impossible to what? To be in a agreement with God. So if I'm not in faith I'm not in agreement. We talked about that word, please, in times past. Go back and get the, watch the DVD, CD, whatever on TV, however. But, but it, so in other words, if I'm not in agreement, I'm not in faith. Are you with me? So let's talk about advance. A. So first, I'm sorry, Tim, I should have gave you this. and You could have put it up. But A. You have to adapt. So the first word is adapt. So anytime there 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 is somewhat times are somewhat turbulent, you must learn how to adapt. You have to understand adaptability. And that is you are able to adjust yourself readily to different conditions. (laughs) I'm not agreeing with the condition. But I'm making amendments in order to overcome this thing. So I'm not going to let this thing create panic. So I have to learn how to adapt. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. So uh, those of you who are watching, uh, number one is what? Even though, you you know, this alphabet, I'm going to say one, two, so so we have to learn how to what? I can't hear you on Facebook. You have to say it loud. Adapt. Is able to adjust oneself readily to different conditions. First Thessalonians five eighteen. Amplified, in every situation, no matter what the circumstances. COVID nineteen, a bad report. This or that. Watch, understand this. Be thankful. And continually give thanks to the Lord. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Notice he says, in everything, not for. You're not thankful for COVID-19. But in the midst of COVID-19, I am immune. In the midst of COVID-19, I will not live in fear. In the midst of... COVID-19 or any other 19. I will trust and continually give thanks to the Lord. Why? Because I already know I have the victory. So you have to learn how to adjust. And listen, whenever you complain, you only get more of the same. So so one of the things I have to do is stop complaining. Next. Advance. A-D-V-A-N-C-E. A, you have to learn how to adapt. D, be more diligent. You have to be diligent. You have to be what? Diligent. In other words, constant in effort to accomplish something. Attentive and persistent in doing anything. So, in other words, I need to keep doing those things that I were doing already before this thing happened. So in other words, my worship is not going to stop. My giving is not going to stop. My, my, my walking upright is not going to stop. I'm not going to allow anything to move me as I was doing according to my custom. Hebrews 11, 6, look, watch this. This is not a diligence in trying to do something workwise, but rather I'm constant in what I know to do. But without faith, it is impossible. Again, we understand that word pleases to be in agreement. But without faith, it is impossible to be in agreement with God. For he who comes to God must first, what? Believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now that word diligent here in the Greek means to seek out, demand, or inquire. So he is a rewarder of those who constantly seek him out. Discover who he is. What does this word say concerning this matter? Whereby I can demand. Oh boy. See, 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 God is only bound by his word. So if I can find it in the word, see, see, that, that word asks or demand, it, it doesn't see see, we always look at that as that you no no. It is demanding in the sense based upon the authority of your word, I have a right to claim this because I've inquired of you. It, it, it means out from and to properly seek out emphasize and watch watch this the personal intent of the seeker in other words the out, you, you, look it up in your strongs concordance watch this in other words the outcome listen to this intensely and personally Desired by the seeker. So, in other words, what is the thing that it is that you desire? <laughs> and if I desire something, then I should go to his word, seek it out, inquire. Watch this now. This seeking is only as valuable or viable, this is what you'll find, as the motive which drives it. So it, it, notice this seeking is only as valu- L- listen <laughs> it, it, If my motive is to walk in whatever God said is mine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I must first seek it out. Yes, yes. L- listen, and once you seek it out. I can now go to God and demand. If you don't like the word demand, ask. Based upon your word. This is what I'm supposed to have. And watch this. It's only you receiving that is only contingent upon what you're able to find. So if I can't find it, although I'm entitled to it, I cannot become a recipient of it because I have not sought him out. That's why sometimes people will look at you sideways when you have sought him out and they hear you going to God with this boldness because unlike them, you have searched him out. Oh. That's why our scripture says, now this is the confidence that we have in him. If I ask anything that's according to his Will that word asks the same word demand? If I demand anything that's according to His will, He hears me, and since He hears me, I know I have the thing that I have asked of Him. We stop yelling. Next, you have to be vigilant, not become a vigilante, but vigilant, on the alert, watchful, responsible. <laughs> in the Greek literally to stay awake or adage y'all like to use stay woke so you have to stay woke that's what it means stay woke First Peter 5.8 amplified where do you think they got that from we need to understand what it means to be, so, be, to be well balanced in my thoughts disciplined in my thoughts are you here So you have to guard your heart, guys. Be sober. Well balanced and self-disciplined. See, see, we're being sober. We're being well balanced even with this. I wouldn't dare put our body of believers in, in some type of, if you will, harm's way by disregarding what our governor has has asked of us. Yes, we believe in God. Yes, we believe God. Yes, we trust the word of God. But, But listen, I will apply wisdom and make amends, but the place where I won't relent or compromise is when you start telling me to do something contrary to the word of God. But let's be balanced. Well balanced and self-discipline. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, you know he works through individuals, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. So, So we have to make sure that we are being alert. What do you mean? Listen. To, watch what conversations you entertain. Watch how much of this stuff, if it's pumping fear in you, turn it off. I'm not saying don't be well advised, but if me watching this is creating fear and panic, I need to get in my word. I need to search the scripture and start saying what my father has declared. So you have to be what? Vigilant. Again, being responsible. I want to maintain the things that I were doing before COVID-19 even came about. Are you here? Next, you have to be, or the next is anxious. Don't be anxious. Don't be anxious. We just seen don't panic. So you don't want to be anxious. What do you mean fearful, heavy, sorrowful? Psalm 34.4, Amplified Version. Psalm 34.4. See, y'all think I'll be playing with you guys when, we, when I'm talking about demanding this word and putting demand on the word. I sought the Lord on the authority of his word. On the strength of his word. On the power of his word and he answered me if you come to the Lord on the authority of his word (laughs) and he answered me Lord I'm coming to you on the authority of your word this is what you said and you said and delivered me from but what's happening people are going but they're not going on the authority of his word you're going off something your grandmother said that was not in agreement with the word if it's your will you must not know his will because his will is found in his, his will is his word his word is his will you hear That's why you have to seek it out. You hear? So you don't want to be anxious. A D V A N. And this is this is real simple. Just listen. Let's learn how to be nice. Can we be nice? This is not the time to be rude be ugly, condemning one another. As a matter of fact, beloved, there is no condemnation in the believer. You start with that right there. <laughs> so you want, you want to be nice. Learn how to be amiable. There's nothing wrong with being respectful and kind. Yeah. Luke 6.31 message. That, that's simple. I, I, see, look, look, right. this is just a good word. I was deep last week. This week is just a good word. You want deep? Come back. Let's try next Sunday. Um, Again, the very prestigious Pastor T perhaps will come up and give you something deeper. But today I'm just giving you an encouraging word. Be nice. Be nice. Luke 631 message. Look at this. Here is a simple rule of thumb for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you. Then grab the initiative and do it for them. That's a simple rule of thumb for behavior. What I want somebody talking to me that way. What I want, what I want someone treating me that way, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So use this time to be nice. So when you see people take scripture out of context and post it and condemn you, be nice. (laughs) Be nice. Listen. As Pastor T. say, you have to get to that place where you just respect another person's ignorance. Are you with me? So be nice. C. You want to be confident. So, how do I advance in adversity? You remain confident in God and His Word. He and His Word are one. So, you want to remain confident in God. Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. Amplified. Blessed with spiritual security is the man who believes and trusts in and relies on the Lord and whose hope and confident confident expectation is the Lord. For he will be nourished like a tree planted by the waters. L- listen, while everything else is dry around you, when your confident expectation, when your confident expectation is in the Lord, you will still flourish. Like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out, root, uh, out its roots by the river and will not fear the heat when it comes. But its leaves will be green and moist. And it will not be anxious and concerned in the year of drought, nor stop bearing fruit. Do you see this? That's why I've been declaring, not only will you survive this, beloved, but you are thriving in this. Why? Because my covenant expectation is in him. And watch this. You won't be anxious and concerned in the year of drought. Now get whatever help, whatever's available, whatever you want to do. But, but I'm just saying, it is the king's responsibility to cover those, compensate those, take care of those that are a part of his kingdom. declare that I will not stop bearing fruit. I will not stop bearing fruit in the midst of a drought. I shall remain fruitful. Jesus name. And lastly, you want to endure. You want to endure. and Another word for that is stand. Notice I said previous, you want to keep doing all the things that you know to do. And after you've done all, stand. <laughs> Listen to how Paul exhorts the church's Ephesus as he ends this epistle. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him. And be empowered through your union with him. And in the power of his boundless might. Do you hear this? See, he's showing us how to do this. Verse 11. Put on the full armor of God, L- listen, and, and when you get to, to the, 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 the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness and having your feet shy with the preparation of the gospel of peace and praying out, all, all of those things are nothing more than His precepts. Words, another word for that is commands, laws. in other words. If I take what he has prescribed, it will work. Watch this. Put on the whole armor of God for, here it go right here, his precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavily armed soldier. So that you may be able to watch this successfully stand against all the schemes and strategies and the seats of the devil. That's why you have to search the word and apply those precepts. You hear? For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. For our struggle (laughs) So you're literally wasting time fighting mere man. And as Pastor T always say, spiritual warfare is real. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness. You have people in the systems of this world who are doing nefarious things, but the fight isn't against them. It's the spirit that's behind the activity. Against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places or supernatural places, verse thirteen. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God. It, it's, it's disarming yourselves with the Word of God. You need to you, you need to build the truth. Just arm yourself with the Word of God, for His Word is the truth. As I stated last week, this should be a time, notice one of those weapons are having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I said this last week. This should be a time where the believer is promoting, as we should already have been doing, the gospel of peace. (laughs) Stop telling people how bad they are and start telling them how Good God is. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you'll be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done, it, watch this, everything that the crisis demands. To stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. Notice, no ordinary instruments, beloved, will do. We need the panoply of God. We need God's complete, we need the whole complete armor, which is his word. What does his word say to do in this instance? What does his word say to do in this instance? Have you been declaring, when you look at the redemptive names of God, Lord, I thank you that you are Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, my victory. Our banner, our standard. Are you here? That word whole armor in the Greek. Listen to this, man. That's why it's so important to be in agreement with God. It means a complete set of defensive and offensive armor. So the word is good for defense and offense. See, some weeks ago, I taught one of the points was that you have to make the word of God your defense. You see, you can understand this. And when the word of God becomes your defense, it puts you in that unassailable place. In other, in other words, it puts you in a place where you cannot be questioned, defeated. Are you here? Or attacked? Why? Because this word is my defense and my offense. That whole armor means everything needed to wage successful warfare. Figuratively, it means the four resources the Lord gives to the believer so they can successfully wage spiritual warfare. And his word is our weapon. I'll close with this verse. Matthew, the verse I used some weeks ago, 4 and 3 I think. When the enemy, when Satan was tempted Jesus, what did Jesus say? Notice he said, Jesus answered him, the scriptures say, it is not just bread that keeps people alive. Their lives depend on what God says. The word of God, beloved, is your weapon. And this is what it means in the Greek. And once the word of God Becomes your weapon. You don't fight. For victory. But from. His victory. So when you realize that the word of God. Is the weapon of choice. I'm no longer fighting. For victory. But I'm fighting from his. Victory. This is not a time, beloved, where you should be fearful, but rather this should be a time where you are being plentiful, where you are bearing fruit. Why? Because my trust, my confident expectation is in the midst, my confident expectation is in God, even in the midst of what's going on around me. This is the honest truth. See, sometimes we allow circumstances, circumstances and situations. If you're not careful what's going in you, you'll start speaking in agreement with what you see. And according to your faith, your agreement. What have you been saying about? your place of of employment. What have you been saying about your relationship? What have you been saying about, and I was disheartened again to hear about all of the the relationships are somewhat in greater strain. Don't come into agreement with that. If you want your marriage, fight for it, sir. Fight for it, ma'am. You want a better relationship with your children? Use this opportunity to fight for it. What are you saying? I was just flipping through my phone and I went to my Cash App because I don't have it where it beeps. Or when it beeps all the time, I don't hear it. Let me say it that way. I think y'all changed it. Somebody changed it for me where I can hear it now. But a lot of times I don't have my phone right up on me, so I was just going through. And at that time, you know, people I hadn't seen any, any cash. And I just said, man, and I just spoke to it. I decree that people are so it to. this, the honest truth, about 30 minutes later. And I didn't even hear it. I just happened to go through it. Boom. Somebody had said, and I'm just saying, see, I'm doing nothing more than declaring what I've searched out. In the scriptures, I am going to bear fruit in the midst of a drought. What are you declaring? If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekina Glory FC and click give to make your donation.